Alright all you Street Life Crusaders and wrestling fans alike out there tonight, welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special and now it's time for us to talk about what happened during the second half of Monday Night Raw from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And the next match to take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than Johnny Gargano going one-on-one -on -one against Ludwig Kaiser. And during this match, where action would go back and forth, we'll see Johnny Gargano immediately trying to get his revenge by not only pulling off a slingshot spear and a spinning flatliner from Brett's rope for near fall, even seeing him pull off his stuffed super kick and sunset flip power bomb still for near fall. Only for Ludwig Kaiser to come back during this match with not only an uppercut and a nasty kick to the face for near fall, but Johnny Gargano, who at this point I thought would win the match, not only hitting Willow's Bell but one final beat, would unfortunately get only a near fall thanks to Giovanni Vinci on the outside with a quick thumb to the eye. Really? Really? But immediately after that, folks, we would see Johnny Gargano going outside of the ring and beating the Daylight's flag tag out of Giovanni Vinci. But unfortunately, the second he would run back into the ring, he would run right into that running in Sigiri, leading into a double lock DDT that we're going to call the Kaiser DDT for Ludwig Kaiser to win this match with European excellence via pinfall. And later on that night, we would hear from Gunther saying that he was proud of Kaiser saying, Yeah, you won the match, but at the same time, I saw Johnny Gargano still standing. So, Vinci, it's on you. Next week, when you're fighting against them, he better be hospitalized. So, apparently now they're trying to completely get rid of DIY, which is a lot harder than you think. And with that said, folks, next thing to take place on Monday Night Raw would see the man walking around backstage running into not only Indy Hartwell, who wants a challenge for the championship, but also even none other than, of all people, Io Shirai, or apparently according to Carl and the Maestro, Zia Lee who I thought originally was on SmackDown, but I forgot she got traded to Raw and hasn't been seen since the draft. But now she wants a shot at the NXT Championship of the Women's Variety. But immediately after that bit of news, we would then see Jade Cargo, who's been all around the WWE making her mark and having face-offs against Charlotte Flair and even the man Becky Lynch for her to say to her get in line for Jade to say oh she real funny and then for Adam Pearce to say well she can talk like that when she's the man <laughs> but besides finding out who in the world Jay Cargill's gonna fight first on WWE's grand stage, the next thing to take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than Rhea Ripley going one-on-one -on -one against Shayna Baszler. But before the match could begin, we would see Rhea Ripley with a microphone in her hand saying, everybody wants to try to prove that they're the baddest, but the truth is that this is her division and she'll always be on top. 
but yeah not during this match you weren't because during this match we would see the skills of the submission magician pulling off a nasty judo throw for Rhea Ripley to land on her head in a nasty way followed by a hand stomp to Rhea Ripley as well too but Rhea would get hers by doing a nasty back elbow sending Shayna through a loop only for Shayna Baszler to come back with the second time tonight for us to say yay Tiger knee right directly to the face for your fall but then this match would come to a close of somewhat seeing not only a riptide being countered into an arm bar into a deadlift powerbomb only for Nia Jax to come out and the second when Nia Jax came out, we would see Raquel Gonzalez taking her off the apron for Nia to stop her with a headbutt, only for Zoe Stark from the crowd to come out with a cannonball, and not a literal cannonball call in the maestro, just a running flip senton off the top of the barricade onto Nia Jax. It wasn't a real cannonball that she brought with her. But either way, besides explaining that bit of business, next thing you know, we would see Rhea are Raquel Gonzalez pulling off a nasty big boot to the face of Nia Jax and then would try to go after her with a shoulder charge but unfortunately would miss and hit stairs. Then we would see Zoe Stark finally bringing this match to an end by actually hitting none other than Rhea Ripley for this match to end in a disqualification in favor of none other than Rhea Ripley. But after that disqualification, we would see Stark getting tossed directly into Shayna Baszler only for Rhea to call out Nia Jax by drawing a line in the sand in the ring. And the second she got in the ring, we would play a good old fashioned game of pinball. Because then we would see a super kick leading into a headbutt, then leading into a power slam counter that would lead into a drop kick thanks to none other than Zoe Stark who would be standing tall in the ring for Nia Jax to roll out of the ring holding her head in confusion for the second week in a row. And if you're wondering how in the world she felt about that, well, later on in the night when she cut off the Miz, who Miz was pissed off that he didn't start off raw as usual, we would hear her say, yeah, I got hit with your best shots, and I'm still standing, and looking pretty too. And if I hit you with my best shot, you won't be, because on Monday Night Raw, I'm the only one who squashes people around here. Uh, I would beg to differ depending on who fights Braun Strowman or any other person who's in a tag team against Indusheer, which who did show up this week on Monday Night Raw. You know, just a little thing to tell you fans at home. But outside of all of that, we would see Rhea Ripley going into Adam Pierce's office pissed off about what happened and saying, we need to get some control on the women's division. And for Adam Pierce to say, oh, you can't just come in here and storm in here like you usually do, seeing the fact that he's now GM of Raw, and would say that he is going to do something about it because in Saudi Arabia for Crown Jewel, you'll be fighting against all of those women in a fatal five-way match for the Raw Women's Championship or the Women's World Championship. I don't know what in the world they call it. Either way, you would see Rhea Ripley holding on to that belt like Gollum and then immediately would say, fine, fine, I'll do it. And I'll eradicate them all too. <laughs> 
looking real paranoid now she gotta fight five people like AJ Styles almost had to do at Vaseline. As a matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, you have to fight six. But either way you look at it, folks, besides people defending their championships before big-time pay-per-views, the Survivor Series, I'm talking to you out there, the next match, and speaking of big matches, would see a Haas fight in the form of Gunta going one-on-one against Bronson Reed for the Intercontinental Championship. And during this match, action would go back and forth with chops and splashes aplenty, only to see Bronson Reed pull off a superplex for a near fall, only for Gunther to come back with a Tyrannosaurus Rex dropkick, clothesline, and even a big time splash off the top rope, still for a near fall. But ultimately, this Haas fight would come to a big end with a big old nasty powerbomb by Gunther for him to retain the Intercontinental Championship via pinfall. And a very impressive Haas fight, I do say so myself. Then meanwhile, backstage, we would then see none other than Chad Gable training, saying that he's coming for the Intercontinental Championship, and the Alpha Academy is coming after the tag team titles, only for the New Day to come out saying that if you were talking about the WWE World Tag Team Championships, then you're talking about us only for Chad Gable to lay down the gauntlet and say that next week we'll find out who's better than who, and then for Tazawa who was back there to say, Arigato! Which is thank you for those who didn't know, and would just do some weird looking dance for Xavier Woods to say, Ooh, Tazawa, that's nasty! And for the announcers to laugh about it once they would pan backstage. And after that bit of a nasty dance and challenge for next week's edition of Raw, we would move on to our main event of the evening, which would see none other than main event Jey Uso and Cody Rhodes teaming up to fight against Finn Balor and Damian Priest for the Tag Team Championships of the Undisputed Variety. Which, at this point, I think they should try to combine the belts, make new belts or something. I don't know. Either way you look at it, folks, prior to this match, we would also see Kofi Kingston going to Ghana, West Africa to open up a library in his homeland. Good for you, Kofi. Good for you. And immediately after that good deed we would see from Kofi, during this match we would see a couple of bad ones. Because during this set contest we would not only see a disaster kick for a near fall only for Dominic Mysterio to show up, of course, only for a crossroads to strike and Dominic Mysterio to put the foot of none other than Damian Priest on the bottom rope to prevent him from getting counted. Then we would then see none other than Finn Balor pulling off an Eye of the Hurricane, apparently a lot of shoutouts to the Hurricane this week, by Finn Balor to Jay for only a near fall. But afterwards, we would then see a 1D cutter and Finn Balor kicking out at 2. Really, 
I didn't see that one coming. I really didn't see that one coming. But what would happen next? I would. Because then we would see Sami Zayn coming out to take care of the Dominic Mysterio problem. Only for Cody Rhodes to suffer the wrath of a low blow and a razor's edge through the table. Then afterwards, Jay Uso stepping up to the plate, hitting a spear on Finn. Then Damian Priest, only for his brother to super kick him in the face. Leading into a coup de gras to end it all for the tag team championships to go back to the judgment day in less than two weeks time via pinfall. Really? Really a two week reign for them to be two time champions. Thanks to, thanks to Jimmy, not to Jay, but Jimmy. Ridiculous folks. <laughs> But will the hodgepodge team of Jay and Cody get a rematch? Will Jay Uso face any form of repercussions? Or should I say Jimmy because he was the one who interfered? And will the chaos on Monday Night Raw come to a cease with Adam Pearce officially as GM of Monday Night Raw? And I highly doubt that last one. But we'll find out next week when Raw goes deep in the heart of Texas for another edition of Monday Night Raw. And I guess with that said, I think it's time for us to head back to that music once again. And when we return, we'll be back with more Streetlight Delight as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on right after this. So don't go watching infomercials just yet, folks, and stay tuned. 